Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. What's up, everybody? Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me. It is Wednesday morning, and I uh, hope you're all doing well. It is super, super early, 8 in the morning here in Canada anyway, uh, depending where you are. I know some viewers are in the UK, uh, which makes it, uh, I think, about afternoon there, so that's perfect. But anyways, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're watching this. I'm your host, Brandon Berkeley, and thank you watching for watching Brandcast Around the World. So I've got a few uh, different exciting topics uh, for today. A lot of you guys uh, were talking to me on my website, brandb.ca. Uh, leaving me some messages there as well as on my Instagram at brandb999. So if you do want to get involved with the topics or leave me a, a morning topic, you can definitely do that uh, by following any one of those um, social media pages. I definitely recommend my website, though, because we're doing a lot of cool stuff with that coming up. Uh, this weekend, we'll be watching 15 Keys, which was a film I made while I was going through uh, cancer and chemotherapy and whatnot. So uh, it's a really, really cool movie. It's a low-budget film, but there was a lot of effort put in by a lot of cool people. I talked about it last time, uh, featuring James Eddy's first um, attempt at doing, I guess, a, a film. And then he kind of moved into Hollywood, which is really cool. So I did notice that uh, a lot of the topics that I seem to be getting in from people uh, are relating to conspiracy theories and aliens and stuff like that. So I guess uh, there's a reason why Joe Rogan really found his uh, footing in the um, in the podcast arena. So I'm going to pull up some of the topics that I had here. Just bear with me for a moment. Okay, so starting up here, I want to give a shout out to Kevin Long. It is Kevin's birthday today, and Kevin was talking to me uh, earlier, leaving me a couple... Good messages, got your messages, Kevin. So I'm wishing you an absolutely uh, wonderful and happy birthday. So everybody definitely uh, wish Kevin a happy birthday if you're listening in. So Hannah, who is in the chat right now, good morning, Hannah. Thank you for uh, sending in this uh, or a couple uh, topic, um, couple topics. One of them being my top five favorite movies. And you know, this is a really difficult uh, topic. Being a filmmaker. Uh, I'm probably going to get shit on by some people for some of these things, but um, top films of all time. I don't know if I have a specific top five because I feel like, um, you know, later on I'll I'll rediscover um, or re rethink of a movie later. But I'll give you uh, probably um, one of my favorite directors and then I'll give you a couple uh, films from him, which is James Cameron. I love James Cameron's film work. I think he's absolutely amazing. And he's from a tiny, tiny town called Kaposkasing, which is uh, about six hours from where I live. And it's really inspiring to see that he became one of the highest grossing directors of all time. And I would say one of my favorite movies of all time is actually Terminator 2. Uh, I thought that film was absolutely uh, well done all around. It had, you know, comedy, action, drama uh you know like uh, emotional impact it was everything packed into uh, a little bit of a longer movie and i think that's james cameron's kind of 
uh, way of making a good movie. He puts in every element of the story, but they end up being, you know, two hours long. But I think that's the best way to really tell a story. Um, I'm going to get made fun of for this one for sure, but I absolutely love the movie Titanic, uh, another James Cameron film. But uh, Titanic is definitely up there as far as, you know, it had the action, the romance, uh, you know, a good story, just uh, really, really interesting, you know, for a film when you really think about it that takes place at well in, on one location you know and that's really really hard to do but uh you know just seeing the set that they built and whatnot for titanic and all that was really really cool and it actually when that movie came out and whenever it did uh 94 96 90 i don't even know um it really kind of made me look into titanic so if anything i think uh that was really interesting so i'm gonna say uh, terminator 2 is on there titanic is on there somewhere i'll put that at the top of the list um you know i like movies a lot of horror films you put a lot of horror films out there uh a movie i really like is they live just bought funko pops for them recently uh john carpenter film um anything by stanley kubrick seems to be uh pretty pretty awesome uh visually and storytelling wise so i'm not gonna say i have uh, a top five but uh definitely definitely a lot of films out there that i do really enjoy uh fear and loathing Las Vegas. I think that's an absolutely wonderful film. Uh, Spun is another film I really enjoy. I like these films that almost don't have uh, a direct storyline. It's almost like an experience and then you just get to see a lot of uh, different cinematic styles and they seem to be very popular with other people too. So I'm guessing even non-filmmakers can connect with uh, those films. I'm not sure if you guys are fans of that, but yeah, definitely. I remember watching Fear and Loathing uh, in Las Vegas when I was uh, getting my first tattoo on my rib cage. They said it was going to be the worst place to possibly get a tattoo. Uh, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't really feel it, but I, I think I have a very high pain tolerance and I'm just not aware of it. Uh, but I was watching Fear and Loathing while that was going on as my distraction. I thought it would be a good distraction and the, the tattoo parlor had Netflix set up, which is kind of cool. I've never uh, seen that in any other parlor, so that was really cool. Um, so another one is, do I believe in any conspiracy theories? Okay, well, any conspiracy theories? Sure. Um, I think there's definitely always some truth to uh you know conspiracy theories i think they're kind of blown in proportion but uh that's you know even something that was said to be a tactic for the fbi and cia that when the public started to kind of clue in to conspiracy theories what they would do is say oh yeah that's totally correct but then add something so out there like you know like uh you know they'd say oh yeah the banks are stealing your money or something because of aliens like, you know, they'd always add that extra element of uh, conspiracy to make people just laugh at other people. So I think it's really kind of smart to do that because humans, uh, you know, tend to follow trends and, and like to, you know, be a part of the group. So most people don't like to think outside the box. And I think that's why it's kind of like a, a, a tactic that they use. But um, do I believe in conspiracy theories? Sure. You know, uh, I think uh, I am a firm believer of aliens. I've got a uh, UFO tattooed on me. So I don't know if that's as much a conspiracy theory as probably a fact somewhere down the line. I think, you know, aliens uh, probably exist on some planet somewhere out there. It would almost make no sense for us to be the only things alive, you know, in the, in the entire universe. But then again, you never know. Maybe we're in a simulation and this is just like uh, The Sims. And uh, they haven't gotten the expansion pack yet for Mars and, and all the other planets. And maybe we're the first ones. So who knows? You know, it's really interesting, though, that uh, speaking of the simulation theory, I was, I was talking with my friend the other day about quantum physics and the slit experiment. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. Uh, way too much to probably explain, but it's. I would definitely uh, recommend that you look it up. It basically 
almost makes you realize that um, the possibility of us being in a simulation or multiple realities being possible is very, uh, very, very real. And I thought that's, that was really interesting. So yes, conspiracy theories, of course. There's definitely aliens out there. Have you guys ever uh, heard about the Phoenix Lights? This happened, I believe, in the 90s, maybe early 2000s, where uh, all of Phoenix, Arizona, basically seen these triangular-shaped lights that appeared in the sky uh, all night. There's tons of footage of it all over the place, uh, tons of pictures. It was well-documented. And uh, the next day, um, they went on the news and they said it was flares, military flares, but there's no way flares could have you know, slowly moved across the sky in the, you know, shape of a football field. They usually descend or burn out eventually. So these lasted for hours. And then the uh, the governor came on the news afterwards and he brought out somebody dressed as an alien. Again, trying to make fun of the situation, make light of it, um, you know, to kind of deter people from thinking anything spooky was going on. But yeah, that, there's a lot of uh, instances in the world where, you know, there's, there's some interesting things going on. I, I have some friends who are Freemasons. You know, and I, I've seen documentaries on Netflix and people think it's it's fake. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's anything overly crazy, but it definitely is secretive as there's a lot of uh, different uh, secrets that they have. You know, there's booklets that are emptied and, you know, it's like a checkerboard type place when you go into uh, one of the, the, the lodges and whatnot. So, yeah, there's definitely some stuff out there. Do I know the extent of it? Uh, no, but uh, aliens would be one of the conspiracies conspiracies I believe in. Um, you know, the Bilderberg group is something else that really interests me. That's not really a conspiracy as it's kind of public out there, but I just find it really interesting that, uh, if you haven't heard the Bilderberg group is basically all the elitists kind of come together, uh, you know, like Zuckerberg and the queen and, you know, uh, Disney, uh, CEOs and whatever, they all kind of meet in a room and none of the media is allowed to enter. So, uh, you know, they discuss whatever. And I guess uh, as elitists, they, they discuss the fate of the world, Oh, I don't, nobody really knows, actually. That's the thing. It's closed off to the public. CNN has tried to report on it and uh, not gotten not much out of it. So I don't know if you guys consider that conspiracy theory, but I definitely uh, think there's something a little strange about that. I mean, you can definitely look that up. It's actually public uh, information, but a lot of people aren't well versed in it, which is fine, which is fine. Again, I got another one for conspiracies. Uh, I got one for Pride here. Deekers is uh, requesting talking about Pride. So it is definitely Pride Month. So happy Pride Month to anybody who is celebrating. And if you're not, definitely show some support because there's no point in being a jackass or, uh, you know, being rude to somebody, especially when it doesn't uh, affect you. I've always found it so odd that people are like, oh, I'm against, you know, gay marriage or, or this or that in a third because it's like, you know, you're going home and you're doing what you're doing. And I'm sure everybody's got their vices, you know, or, or in, in somebody else's opinion of vice, you know, a negative about them. So I don't understand why people have such strong opinions on things that don't directly, uh, you know, involve them. Let people do what they want to do. We live once on this planet. So, you know, sharing love and whatnot is a good thing, I think. You could be doing a lot worse things in life. So, you know, uh, if people want to be in love with each other and they want to share that and... Uh, they're enjoying each other, then kudos. I think that's awesome, and it should be celebrated for sure. So happy Pride Month, everybody uh, celebrating. Um, how do you come up with creative ideas? Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's any formula to coming up with creative ideas. I had somebody recently ask me when I'm writing music. They're like, what is the formula? Uh, I don't know. It's a feeling. I think it's more of a feeling for me. When I come up with an idea personally, it's... Uh, it's usually based on excitement or if like I'm listening to a beat or a song or we're jamming with the band, there, there's certain 
uh, you know, sounds or ideas that just kind of trigger me to be excited about certain things. But I don't think I have a specific rhythm for creativity. I don't know if most people do, actually. I'm not sure if that's like a, a specific thing that you have to get in the mood. Um, this will be a topic coming up later, but uh, sometimes I smoke marijuana, smoke some weed, gets you creative, kind of takes you outside of your uh, mental shell, which I think is really, really, really cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my uh, my way of being creative, but I'm, I also bounce off other people too, I think, uh, as far as the next topic goes. Uh, talking about my band, it's like, uh, working with other people often gives you a lot of creativity. I think if you sit inside your own head too long or you come up with ideas, you might either love or hate them too much. So it's good to work with other people as well to get those creative juices flowing. Because I also find half the time when you're trying to come up with an idea, you might have an idea and it either might suck or you're stuck in it, uh, you know, like you're getting writer's block or you're halfway through an idea. And it's always good to hear somebody else's opinion or thought because... You know, there's some great minds. Two heads are always better than one, for sure. So, uh, yeah, working as a collective, I think, is probably the best way to be creative. But I'd be uh, curious to see what you guys do for creativity or how you get creative. Definitely leave it in the comments. TV shows being filmed in Canada right now. Um, because of COVID, uh, production has kind of slowed down. But I know, uh, I don't know if it's being filmed right now, but Letterkenny, if anybody knows of that show, that's actually filmed in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada, right where I live. Um, so that might be filming right now. I know we just had Resident Evil filming here as well, but I'm not too sure, um, if anything's actually active right now, other than, uh, well, we're going to be filming The Dark Knight Until Dawn, but that's not really a TV show or any kind of major production, but I'm still excited about it, of course. I'm still very excited about it. I'm going to try to move into the chat here, see who is in the chat at the moment. Good morning, Mano. Good morning and happy birthday, Kevin. You missed your birthday shout out. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning, Kieran. I'm so glad everybody could join me right now. It's really, really fun to have everybody in here and kind of do this morning podcast where we can kind of just chat. And um, you guys can hear me speak on a different level. I know some people are also going to be listening to this from the uh, Flicks and Chills community, which is fine. You know, it's definitely all my voice. Uh, so it's all the same at the end of the day. Tavy says, talk about Funkos. All right, well, you know what? I actually have a bone to pick with Funkos. You know, I, I really, really enjoy collecting Funkos, of course. And I won't stop, I don't think. But lately, they've just been bombarding us with so many uh, exclusives off, like the Funko shop. So basically what they do is they'll say, oh, we're randomly dropping this very rare Funko Pop and only making, you know, 200 of them. And they sell out within 20 minutes. So if you weren't on the internet at that point, you don't uh, you don't get a chance at this and basically they increase the price you know resellers are going crazy with everything these days so they increase the price by you know it, literally it'll be like three hundred dollars for a plastic vinyl you know that just came out 20 minutes ago if you go on ebay and you don't know if sometimes they're going to re-release them so some people are paying you know these high crazy prices for these and then they are dropping afterwards which is really upsetting to some people especially if you want to collect these as something that does have value or, you know, like if you really wanted a specific Funko Pop, which has happened to me many times, um, you know, they put them out there and then they're not available 20 minutes later. Uh, I collected these Blacklight Marvel Funko Pops recently and then they dropped a Blacklight Ghost Rider Funko Pop and it sold out immediately because a lot of people are collecting these. And uh, yeah, now it's gone. They've done that a couple of times with a couple of these black lights, and it's it's a little bit frustrating. Other than that, I love Funko. I love collecting. Um, I think it's really cool, so I'm not going to stop doing that, of course. Uh, next uh, question coming up or topic 
uh, favorite 10 episodes of the simpsons that is a lot so uh i don't know i definitely have a lot of uh simpsons episodes that i enjoy i haven't watched the simpsons i'll be honest in years because i've kind of uh gotten away from it i guess i guess the older you get it's a little bit harder to watch the cartoons constantly but i also found the stories and the writing changed it wasn't as funny anymore uh but this does bring me uh to something that i did want to talk about or show off here i actually recently picked up a pair of adidas simpsons sneaker collab i've got them right here in front of me so i'm going to show you guys a uh, really 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 cool sneaker uh, they're loud as can be, so I'm not sure if I'm actually going to wear these in public. But uh, I thought they were really cool, like a designer sneaker that came out. They got the Adidas logo on the back. Uh, these pink laces. There's also actually blue laces right here, which you can swap out. So you can actually uh, switch them for the blue laces. Got the little squishy uh, logo here. The tongue is actually transparent. You can't really see it too well there, I don't think, unfortunately. But it's actually see-through. Uh, with the Quickie Mart logo up there. So I thought these were really cool. Came with a Simpsons TV box. So the, the box itself is actually the Simpsons box, like the television, which I thought was really cool and creative. So I don't really know if I'm going to wear these. I think I'm just going to keep them more as a collector's item. Because uh, they're really cool. The bottom's transparent. Never seen that on a shoe before, but... Uh, yeah, maybe if there's like a Comic-Con or something that comes up, uh, I might wear them for that. But I think other than that, they're just kind of a collector's collector's item. But uh, favorite, I'll give you my favorite Simpsons episode. Um, or top 10, you know what? I'll give you the top 10 really quickly is any Treehouse of Horror. Those were always my favorite. I remember when uh, Halloween was coming up and Treehouse of Horror would be coming up. I was like, oh my God, yes. And I'd watch them every single time. So it was great. Uh, Shane, good to hear from you, Shane. Shane's talking about comic comic books. Uh, so I have been reading a lot of comics lately. Um, I a lot of Batman, just trying to get into uh, Batman mode as I've been writing the script and whatnot, and kind of borrowing from the imagery a little bit or some of the stories. So uh, a lot of Batman, but other than that, I haven't read a lot lately. But I would definitely like to read the Invincible comics. Uh, I, it's probably gonna be a bit of a spoiler. I've watched the show. I thought the show is absolutely incredible. If you haven't seen Invincible, go watch it. There's some definitely, uh, crazy scenes in there that I wasn't expecting. I was kind of expecting it to be a boring cartoon, uh, you know, run of the mill, whatever show, but it's definitely for adults. It's uh, very graphic, very dark in its own right. So, uh, check it out though. I highly recommend it, but those are some comics that I want to get my hands on for sure. I think it'd be really cool to do so i uh i do enjoy reading i had forgot how much i enjoyed comics when i was younger i used to collect them a lot i don't know if there's any comic book fans but if you uh, have some recommendations for comics you can definitely uh leave them in the comments below and let me know and we can have a discussion about that or uh you know even uh sign up on the website brandb.ca there is a free version or a one dollar version uh, which gives you a little bit more access to live videos um, especially actually we're doing a live video tonight. So if you want to see that, uh, go subscribe costs only a buck. I mean, for the entire month, you get 30 days to do so. Um, really doesn't, it doesn't cost too much considering, you know, I'm sure people spend a dollar every single day. So if you got a dollar lying around, check your couch, check your pockets, find a dollar, come join the website, join in in the conversation. Let me know what kind of topics you want to see. Um, you know, and, uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, Mano is asking what to watch. So, um, like I said, definitely watch Invincible. Right now, I'm watching WandaVision um, and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+. And I'm hoping they're going to be good. So far, WandaVision has been starting off a little bit slow, but I've seen some scenes 
seen some scenes uh, that seem like they're going to be really uh, interesting. So I'm hoping the show picks up where there's a little bit of action. I did pick up a Funko Pop that glows in the dark of White Vision just because it looked really cool. I'm assuming that is an evil version of Vision, and I'm hoping it is because that would be really cool to uh, see a different version of him and uh, maybe something a little bit different. I know he died in the movie, so I'm curious to see what happens. I know I'm a little bit late on this, but uh, it is what it is. So anything else to watch? Hmm, I'll tell you truthfully, I, I actually don't consume a lot of television, mostly documentaries, actually. That's what I find myself delving into uh, half the time. Um, I can recommend on Netflix, um, or can I? I think it's, it's The Mind, or what is it? I actually got to look this up. I can look it up right now. But there's a, oh, Explained. That's what it is. Explained, uh, they have different series uh, and they just kind of go into talking about like cryptocurrency or diamonds or like, you know, the food shortage. And there's just some really interesting, interesting topics that I think are uh, worth listening to for sure. So I would recommend stuff like that. But I don't uh, I don't know about any show specifically. Mr. Worldwide says go weed or no weed. Um, all right. Well, this is an interesting topic. Uh, I, I don't promote the use of marijuana. Um but I don't think it's a bad thing either. In fact, I was actually just watching a video. Conan O'Brien smoked weed on his last episode last night. Uh, congrats to Conan for uh, completing his TBS series as well. Uh, but yeah, no, a smoking marijuana, I think, is uh, something that used to be a little more, um, you know, frowned upon. But it's becoming very well uh, known. A lot more people are using it or becoming uh, aware that they're using it. So, you know, marijuana is not too big of a deal, uh, depending where you live. Uh, I believe in the United Emirates and whatnot, it's it's very, very illegal to uh, smoke marijuana. So I don't recommend uh, doing it because I don't think I don't think there's anything that you gain uh, above anybody else. You know, it's just kind of a habit that I guess will cost you extra isn't good for your, your teeth or your, your lungs, you know. So um, I would say stay away if you haven't. You know, if, if you haven't touched it by now, then just meh, miss it if you do uh cool you know it, it does do some good things it does have medical benefits it does have creativity benefits like i said earlier but um you know it's not something that i would definitely tell people to go and do but uh, i think there's definitely some stigmas out there as far as people thinking that it makes you uh, incredibly lazy or or whatnot but i really think that depends on the individual because i've seen some people smoke weed and then instantly go yeah man you know and they slow down uh, you know, and, and then I know people that smoke weed and almost seem more intelligent or philosophical or more, uh, in, in their mind, which I feel like maybe they, they couldn't be without it. So it, it's interesting. It's definitely got its, its plus and negatives because it's not healthy for you for sure. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely got its place. I think for some people, I mean, for me personally, sometimes I smoke weed and, and go and work out and it just makes it way more intense. I focus on the workout a lot more. Um, you know, coffee and marijuana seems like they're the opposites of each other, but it seems like it's, uh, for my ADHD, smoking marijuana or drinking coffee actually helps quite a bit, uh, to retain focus on specific things, especially when I don't really want to. Um, as you might've heard before, smoking marijuana sometimes can make vacuuming the house fun, which is good. But as long as it doesn't make you lethargic, if you're the type of person that smokes weed, uh, sits there, does nothing, I would say... No, don't go weed. But if you're the type of person that can uh, do it in moderation or doesn't really affect you as much, then uh, sure, go for it. It's completely up to you. But don't don't take my advice. Uh, I think that's that's up to the individual because everybody reacts differently. And, uh, you know, it's like some people are very caffeine sensitive. 
So I would say don't uh, don't drink caffeine if you're if you're caffeine sensitive because it might ruin your day. So yeah, okay. Mr. M. Mnemonic Christian says making movies, Canadian healthcare, the truth behind Canadian stereotypes. Okay. Well, making movies, as you know, uh, incredibly difficult where I am, but so much fun. Uh, one of the biggest issues that I find when creating a film is, is coming up with ideas uh, that are possible in, in the city that I live. You know, budget is a big one and location. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot of location here. So when writing or trying to create, I usually think of areas around here or props that I have to try and create. So that's uh, one of the... the things that I face when making movies around here but I love it and I'm hoping soon to uh, move to Toronto to uh, definitely start establishing a career there YouTube has offered me access to the headquarters there so uh, meeting other creatives I think would be really interesting and really cool so I'm hoping to uh, get to that point with making films uh, I'd love at some point to create an Amazon series or Netflix series and uh, Dustin Moore and myself, who I'm planning on bringing on the podcast at some time, have discussed um, doing this uh, or trying to approach them. We do have a script in the works, Exonumia. So uh, we've been working on that for quite a while now. It's uh, something that we're not quite ready to put out there. But I think once we are and we have a little bit of experience under our belts, then we'll start to try to push that a little bit more. I think starting off with a project like Batman uh, that can't be monetized, that doesn't have as much pressure against us, is a, is a good way to start practice some of our film work um, and also on this channel we'll be re releasing a lot of different vlog content and uh, short films like literally five minute skits of uh, us just testing out some different uh, film techniques that we're trying to learn right now to better ourselves or learn different things that we might have not known before so that we can uh, kind of become an independent independent production house so the truth behind canadian healthcare. Interesting one. So people uh, living in the United States are probably really curious about this. They assume that um, healthcare is pretty much free, uh, you know, for the most part. But uh, prescription drugs, I think they changed this recently. If you're under 18, uh, all prescription drugs are now taken care of, which is amazing. But other prescription drugs are not. Uh, or sorry, if you're above the age of 18, they are not. So uh, that can be quite expensive. But uh, like when I went through chemotherapy, that was taken care of for the most part. But uh, I had really low white blood cell count, so I needed this um, injection called Nupagen, which was like $40,000, and the government does not cover things like that. So it's, uh, it's really interesting that, it, you know, some things are covered here, but it does help. I mean, if I break my arm or something, I don't have to pay to go and do that, and in a lot of cases, that's very helpful. Uh, we don't have free, like, dental care, which I think is a, a shame. I know uh, the NDP had talked about, you know, giving free dental care and whatnot to Canadian citizens. I think it's a, sometimes an idealist idea because things are very, very expensive and I don't know what the budget looks like. But uh, yeah, it'd be cool to have uh, entirely free healthcare, but nothing is entirely free. But I'm going to say truthfully, it does uh, beat the United States. I mean, looking at when I have to travel to the United States, you know, getting insurance and whatnot, it's crazy. Um, you know, if you have a heart issue or something like that, it's like you can't even get insurance or travel. So, uh, yeah, healthcare in the United States seems like it's a, it's a, it's pretty damn expensive. So I, I don't really know. I don't really, uh, I don't know if people have to pay for every single doctor visit, but we don't do that. We can go to walk-in clinic, show our health card and it's taken care of. So I'm not sure what it's like in the United States, but I feel like that might be a little bit more hectic. I hope not. I hope not. So that is the truth behind uh, the Canadian healthcare system. I don't know if that's super super interesting for you guys but 
Now you know. Now you know the insides of what it's like to live in Canada. Oh. All right. And uh, finally, Canadian stereotypes. I think a lot of Canadian stereotypes are kind of true. It's it's funny because we're we're our own version of redneck, and I'm even kind of starting to learn that when I when I learn and see other cultures or uh, different countries and start to chat with other people that we're very kind of uh, redneck. But I think one of the most common stereotypes is that people think uh, we talk like you know hey, it's do it booted kind of like really uh, almost like Newfoundland kind of uh, talk, which which we do have you know, people in Canada that do that, but it's just like how you have in the United States, you know, like Southern accents or New York accents, etc. So it's kind of like that. It's different all across the board and depends where you go. I find Canada and the United States are pretty much the same. Uh, when I cross over the border, some people can tell, some people know that I'm Canadian. Uh, there seems to be some kind of accent. I remember one time I was at Universal Studios at the Element shop at Universal Studios and, and the girl came up to me. She says, you're Canadian, aren't you? And I said, yeah, how'd you know? I think I might've said A. That might be it. But I've noticed, and correct me if I'm wrong, Americans say A as well. They really do. It's more rare, but you guys totally do. I've seen it in Archie comic books even, written. So I don't know if it's just necessarily a Canadian thing or something more predominant with the Canadians because we're out here in the bush drinking our Tims, you know, trying to get dickered, bud, just staying out of the cabbage. Right? Exactly. So yeah, that's that's most of the topics that uh, we see here. Oh, look what just popped up in the newsfeed. New study fails to find any tuna DNA inside Subway tuna sandwiches. This is actually a great topic. Is is people eating fast food? Uh, I I've actually been uh, listening to physiotherapists on YouTube uh, that basically say eating fast food of any sort is awful for you, especially if you're trying to like become very lean or show off the muscle that you do have. Um, so yeah, this fast food thing is really starting to hit me as somebody who used to eat fast food twice a day, you know, McDonald's best customer right here. It's something that's kind of dawned on me that, um, it's really, really, really bad for you because there's the things that they don't tell you. So that's crazy. Looking at that here from six buzz, uh, TV, let's hope that's an accurate, uh, story. It's funny cause I'm seeing Deekers in here. So I, I think D might've been watching, but, uh, D even commented on this. That's crazy. I wonder what you're eating then if you're not eating tuna. You know? Like, really, what are you ingesting at that point? It really makes me think. Yeah, I've heard that there's a lot of soy protein, which uh, in males will cause a lot of excess estrogen. And I've, like, even myself, having eaten McDonald's for, you know, two, three years, like, constantly, uh, I've noticed that I've definitely got the love handles. You know, and I'm a pretty thin guy, so it's something... uh, that you kind of see that it, it brings on like excess body weight that isn't always the best. So uh, here's my advice to you. Don't eat don't eat at the fast food places anymore. You know, processed foods and all that seem to be more uh, inexpensive for a reason. You know, although McDonald's does say that they use actual cattle and whatnot. You know, real, real Canadian beef and real Canadian chicken and whatnot. Because I even got a message the other day that said their uh, McDonald's is... is sourcing some some other um farm because apparently we're running out of chickens which is terrifying i love chicken ask anybody that knows me i eat chicken at least once a day at least this is terrifying what are we going to do if no chickens are available and they can't make fake chickens because like i said all this vegan stuff is probably all the same thing you know it's like this tuna that you're getting and the vegan or the the uh what you call them burgers the veggie burgers that are they taste just like meat meat burgers or whatever they are 
I don't know if I agree with that stuff. I think that's going to be really unhealthy long term. Uh, you know, people think it's healthier because it's a veggie, but it's like what else is put in there to make it stick together and look like meat? It's funny because they even like put like well, they like paint on grill marks. I'm sure that's not uh, not not healthy, you know. But the world's going left anyways. I think there's a lot of interesting things that are uh, going on in the next few years that are going to be really, really interesting to watch. I don't know if I'm going to be alive for it by the time we get to Mars, but maybe maybe Elon Musk has some room on one of his Mars jets. I'll take one of those uh, Mars jets. I'll do the first ever podcast from Mars. I wonder how the reception will be. What if we could do that? Elon Musk, if you're listening right now and you got a uh, an open seat on one of your spacecrafts or Bezos. You know, I don't trust Bezos. I feel like he is the Lex Luthor of the world. Just waiting for Superman to come now and fight him off. You got this multi-billionaire. That literally, just looks like Lex Luthor to me. Just waiting for him to do something crazy. I bet you, you know, him and Elon Musk are going to have some kind of like space wars. They're both going to take like their spaceships and, you know, kind of have some space war. Maybe Elon Musk is Superman. I always thought he was an alien. That would make a lot more sense. Huh. I don't know what you're getting. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that, though. We're supposed to be moving to Mars. I wonder what it'll be like on Mars, actually. Especially for the first people that move there. I mean, you're probably going to have the worst food. Talk about eating shitty food. There'll probably be McDonald's there first. McDonald's will somehow engineer a deal with uh, Elon and SpaceX, and there'll be a McDonald's. It'll be the first thing that people will be eating. By the time we all get to Mars, everybody will be, be super obese. Everybody huge, because there's no gym. <laughs> there's no gyms on Mars yet, just the McDonald's eating all the soy protein. Oh, man. You ever watched how astronauts live in space? Shit's fascinating. When they, they pour out like, uh, you know, bottles, like, they look like you know, those Kool-Aid, uh, old Kool-Aid uh, little juice boxes. They're like space boxes. That's what they have. They're like airtight. And you have, you know, floating, floating bubbles of juice in the air. I, I just wonder what that feels like, what it's like to even swallow something like that. Like, is it different going down? Like, how do you, how do you take a, you know, how do you take a piss? It's like pissing in the wind almost. It just flies back in your face or even worse. It turns into little bubble droplets, and then you actually like inhale one or something because it's just floating all over the place. Like you're trying not, you're trying to finish your pee, and it's like, oh, 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 you know. Next thing you know, you're just inhaling piss. Oh man, Mars sounds like it's gonna be a time. I don't know. Would you guys want to go to Mars? Leave it in the comments. Let me know if you, let me know seriously. If Elon Musk came up to you and he said, "I will give you one, one billion Mars bucks," which is which might be good for your family down down the line, but. Yeah, if he, if he was going to give you a trillion Mars bucks, would you do it? Would you go to Mars? I don't know. I, I kind of like it here on Earth. I'll be honest with you. You know, as much as we got a lot of crazy shit going on, I think it's kind of, it's nice here. I like, uh, I like the internet. It's one of my favorite things. People, you know, some people I could, I like. I like being around some people, some other people not so much. Some people I won't miss. Maybe we could just send those people to Mars, actually. That might be more convenient. They could start over there. I'll just keep it here. This is where the Funkos are, actually. How am I going to get Funkos on Mars? I didn't think about that one. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for sure. I wonder, you know, what the... If Funko will establish itself on Mars one day. Maybe. Or if it'll even be anything like uh, like here on Earth. Maybe it'll be entirely different, like what we expect. Like there won't be any internet or there won't be, uh, you know, TV. Maybe Elon's going to say, okay, everybody's going to get exercise every single day. Or who knows, maybe he might become like the next Hitler. Just start like his own like Nazi regime in uh, on Mars. Don't ask me where I get these crazy ideas. It's just the way my head thinks. 
Well, that's pretty much it for the topics today. I am going to go and prepare, but I'm going to leave you guys uh, with a thought tonight that uh, we are doing a live. So head over to brandb.ca because there's no way to access this live unless you check out there. Uh, even if you join for free, you can click um, on my social profile there or check out the event schedule. There should be a link uh, located there shortly. I'll say by noon today. So go check out brandb.ca if you want to find uh, the hidden access to that live. These lives are going to be a lot more interactive. I want to make them kind of fun where, uh, you know, the character is kind of talking to you. Or, uh, you know, the role play is more accessible. Or you guys can literally say, okay, switch it up, go to this. Um, this one uh, tonight will be for Flicks and Chills. So go check that out. Next week will be for Expiry Gaming right here on this channel. So every single week there will be a live session that nobody else gets to see. Plus Hangouts on the weekend. Saturday, like I said, you can come join us for um, 15 Keys. We'll be watching 15 Keys. It's a great film. I uh, I definitely think you will enjoy it if you're going to be there. So come on down. Um, come on, check it out. Uh, I'll be giving some kind of behind-the-scenes uh, thoughts on the film, showing you how we made it. Uh, you can help make fun of me. You can see me in the film very briefly. Um, let's see if you can spot me, actually. That'll be the good thing. Maybe I'll leave it till afterwards, but then I know people are going to want to watch it again so i might have to rewind if people want i don't know if that'd be annoying in the middle of watching a movie like one of those guys that just starts talking in the middle of it but that is going to be what we're going to do so anyways i hope you guys enjoy this podcast i'm going to be heading out for today uh we'll see you again on friday morning at 8 a.m um i think we're gonna have something or maybe uh some guests next week i'll try to book in some guests if there's anybody that you want to see um including you know some larger uh people including i was thinking of trying to maybe reach out to like ed the sock and, and and people like that to make some of these morning podcasts really interesting and uh go off there so anyways you guys have an amazing day uh like i said go to my website brandby.ca talk to me there i'll chat with you guys throughout the day on that website and i will see you for the live this evening thanks so much for joining me have a great morning be good to each other love you guys You're listening to Brandcast Around the World with me, your host, Brandon Berkeley. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brand new! You're listening to Brandcast Around the World. I know you're gonna dig.